This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got a special product for my cannabis love in kings and queens. If you love a good pre-roll, a joint, you have that fresh cannabis, we want to make sure it's staying fresh. And so I'm thankful to have Integra Specialty Products here at the Low Life Podcast. Brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-day humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. Ideal for flour, pre-roll, edibles, they offer harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We keep it moving, yeah, we do. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, mi gente. Welcome, one and all, to a brand spanking new, fresh out the oven episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your white wine drinking, flaming hot Cheeto finger licking, iced coffee sipping, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo Von Arum. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. All nice and cozy. Oh, it's raining outside. We don't get a lot of rain here in LA, but it's going to rain the next few days. And I'm actually excited about it. I'm that person who, if I'm in a weird place or I'm feeling sad or depressed, I really like to sit with those feelings and just really embrace it. Like I'm playing the depressing music. I'm having myself a good cry in the shower. (laughs) I really like to go there. So not that I'm super depressed right now, but I've been a little down these last couple of weeks just going through it. Life throws curveballs your way and relationships are tough and navigating life sometimes can feel a bit heavy. And so when that happens, I like to just embrace it, sit in the pocket with it. I'm not trying to have some toxic positivity over here. No, sometimes I'm feeling very positive and happy. Other times I'm like, mm, feeling a bit shitty right now, feeling a little bit sad and blue. And the rain is a great opportunity to really embrace those feelings. So that's where I'm at right now. Enjoying the rain. I have a cozy sweater on. And there's nowhere I'd rather be than right here in my safe space where I can wave my freak flag and let it all hang out here with the low lifers. I hope you are having a beautiful week, a great day so far. But if you're not having a good week, if you're feeling a bit stressed out, the seasonal depression is a real thing. It's kicking in. If you're just feeling a bit anxious right now or stressed out, don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You have come to the right place. We're about to turn that frown upside down. This episode feels like a shot of dopamine right to your ass cheek. It is such a great conversation with one of my best friends in life. Miss Lexi Petway is back. But before we get into it, let's talk about mental health. We have some updates here. I do mention mental health in the actual episode, and I rate my score for the week I recorded this episode, which was a week ago. So it's changed. It's actually improved. My mental health score this week is a solid 8.3 out of 10. I'm feeling pretty good. I have some ups and downs. There are some days that hit a bit harder than others. Um, But right now, in this very moment, I'm feeling good. I went to a concert last night with one of my girlfriends, Haley Arantia. She's been on the podcast before. She was on The Masked Singer, The Goldbergs. I officiated her wedding. 
oh, she is one of my closest, most inner circle humans that brings me so much joy in life. And last night she invited me to go to a concert of an artist I wasn't too familiar with. Her name is Olivia Dean. If I could, would it go back where we started? I know you're still waiting, wondering where my heart is. Heard things won't change, but the hardest part is you're realizing maybe I, maybe I ain't the same. Olivia Dean. Oh my God, what a powerhouse. She's from the UK. And this was her first LA performance and she killed it. It was at this really small venue in Echo Park, but it was a packed house. People love this artist. She's going to blow up. So I was really excited to be there watching her perform for the first time. It's an exciting little part of history in her career. Sometimes you get that feeling for an artist when you watch them, you're like, oh, there's something really special about that individual. I had that same feeling when I was working with Alessia Cara. I worked with Alessia Cara, crazy talented, little Canadian maple delight. I absolutely adore her to this day. Oh, she's amazing. But I remember working with her and she was new to the scene. She just had her first single come out and it started to pop off, but she wasn't winning Grammys and having sold out shows yet. She was still very green and, and just getting her bearings about her in the music industry. But she's just so soulful, so kind. And I knew she was going to be a big deal. There was just something very special about her. And so she ended up blowing up. I remember she got the call when she was going to perform with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift at the time, this was, I think, her reputation era when she was going on tour. She was bringing out artists, a special guest with her at her shows. And Alessia got the call to be one of her special guests. And I styled her for it. It was very exciting. And then right after that, she did the Ellen show and then Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. And then she just blew up. And I got to work with her for many years. And it was so fun styling her through her career because she was just such a pleasure to work with. I still stay connected to her. We're both cancer crabs. And you know, I love my Canadians, but... I'd love to have her on the show. I should reach out to her and see if she'll come on. She is such a beautiful human. So I went to this Olivia Dean show with Haley. And then after we went and had some Thai food, delicious dinner. We were enjoying ourselves. We had some mango sticky rice. I got some egg rolls. We're having wine. And we're just enjoying the moment, laughing our asses off. And then all of a sudden I see Haley's face and it looks like she's just seen a ghost. Her eyes get really big. <laughs> she looks over at me. And I realized there's a fucking rat crawling on me, on my arm, onto my chest. It crossed over my chest and exited stage right, right out the restaurant. We were inside the restaurant. So this rat was uh, hanging out and just made himself comfortable and got enough courage to jaywalk over my chest, use it as a launch pad to exit the building. And so <laughs> I was terrified. I almost pissed my pants, truly. I thought I was going to piss myself. I don't know if I did. A little, little bit came out, I'm sure. I was just terrified. I almost flipped that table over, got out of the chair, screamed, of course, made a scene. It was embarrassing. But people understood. People saw the rat. They were like, oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> so moments like that will shake you up a little bit. But you know what? It was still a beautiful night. Will I go back to that restaurant? Probably not ever again. I would order takeout though, because the food was bomb. But I'm not down for that rat mice infestation. That's like when I eat in New York. That's why it's hard for me to go eat in New York because everywhere in New York has rats and roaches. It's just part of the aesthetic. It is everywhere. There's so much varmint and shit there. And so 
I'm not a big fan of eating in New York because of that. Although I do love the city. That's the part of it that I'm like, mm, no thanks. But in LA, I haven't really run into that too much. Actually, this is the first time that's ever happened to me. And hopefully the last, I don't want this to be a regular occurrence where I have rats or mice crawling over my ass when I'm trying to eat egg rolls. I've been really taking stock of the friendships that I have in life right now, all my relationships. It's really important for you to do that. In all of your relationships, check in with yourself, your mental health, your feelings, your emotions. When you're hanging out with people, how are you feeling after? That's what I've been paying attention to. And it's been very eye-opening, enlightening. It gives me a self-awareness. Some friendships I'm realizing are a bit more on the toxic side. Some friendships I'm realizing I should pour more into. These are really beautiful relationships that I need to nourish more. But when you spend time with someone or you take that phone call or you hang out with someone and give of your valuable time, that's the most valuable thing we have on this planet is our time and energy is our greatest currency. And so you're giving your energy and time to somebody So you should pay attention to, okay, how am I feeling when I leave hanging out with this person? Am I feeling appreciated, nourished, loved? Do I feel seen? Am I feeling refreshed when I get that text from someone? Is it making me smile or is it making me feel exhausted? Is it depleting? Am I feeling drained from this friend? When you share good news with somebody, pay attention to how they're reacting to that news. Are they excited for you? Are they building you up? Are they celebrating your win? Or are they changing the topic to make it back about themselves? Because it's more of a one-sided friendship you're realizing. And they're not there to build you up. And they're not happy. And they're not supporting you. Do you feel appreciated? Acknowledged? Do you feel like your feelings matter in the friendship? Once you start taking stock of your mental health, your feelings, your emotions, and you know, putting pen to paper, you could journal it. You could write it in your notes app, in your phone, or just spend some time thinking about those things. And that's what I've been doing. It is really helpful. It's a game changer because it gives you direction on where you should be pouring your time, energy, and attention to. And for the relationships, you realize, okay, that's not the healthiest. You could decide to pull out your time, your investment, because it's just not good for you. I will say when it comes to all of your friendships, your relationships, when you feel hurt by somebody, if someone's lying to you or betraying you or talking shit behind your back, or you're just feeling like that friend is very draining and negative, these are all just reflections of their own inner wounding. Emotionally healthy people who are fulfilled in their lives are not going out of their way to hurt you. They don't want to hurt people. I don't want to hurt anybody. I want to lift people up and make them feel good. I don't want to talk shit behind someone's back. And sometimes you need to check yourself in that moment because The way people can treat us can feel very personal. You can feel very attacked, but the way we're treated isn't a reflection of who we are. It's really a reflection of who the other person is. How they choose to interact and build within a relationship is theirs to deal with. It's not ours to carry. We don't need to carry someone's insecurities or issues. And a lot of people are projecting those issues, those demons they have onto you let it go. It's not personal. It has everything to do with them and truly nothing to do with you. And I noticed that even in myself, I'm calling myself out on the carpet for this one. I was visiting my parents and I was trying to look for some stuff in their garage that I needed. And my dad has this big tool shed type thing. And it's just a mess right now. Super unorganized. Shit's just thrown in there. And I don't need to say anything about it. It's none of my business. He could live however he wants. If it's unorganized, if it's all thrown in there, do you, boo? It's not my problem. It's yours. But... (laughs) I said something. I was like, oh, dad, you're so unorganized. You need to clean this shit out. (laughs) I said something like that. And it wasn't nice for me to say that in that moment. Why did I choose to say that to him though? Why did I call it out on him so easily? I was projecting because I just had a bunch of Amazon shipments and a bunch of stuff that arrived at my place. And it's a bit of a shit show right now, a cluster of unorganized chaos, which drives me nuts. I like things to have a place. I like to be more minimalistic, simplistic. I don't like stuff on my counters and boxes everywhere. And you know, when things are falling out of drawers, like it's just a lot. And so I have to deal with that, but I was calling it out in him because I see it in myself. And so it's important to recognize that, of course, 
as soon as I did, I apologized. I said, dad, I'm unorganized right now. My life feels like a dumpster fire because I have all this shit that just came in and I'm feeling a bit stressed about it. And I just obviously projected that onto you. I'm really sorry about that. He forgave me. We ended up having a beautiful brunch and we're thick as thieves, closer than ever. But again, it's really important to recognize that not only in yourself, but in others as well. As I've been taking stock of relationships and surrounding myself with the people who truly nourish me, are good for the soul, and they're good for this podcast as well, that brings us to this week's guest. Very special human. I'm talking about Lexi Petway. Her name's actually Lexi Gobb, but she married my buddy Jacob, and so Lexi Petway. But she goes by Lexi Gobb on Instagram. She's been on the podcast before, and you guys love her, so she's coming back for more. Lexi is a fellow cancer crab, and so she's emotional, she's empathetic, and we are always swimming in the depths in our conversations. We really go there, and there's no topic off limits when it comes to Lexi and I. And in this conversation, I was debating cutting parts of it out because we were talking about bullying. Like She recently experienced a bully on social media, and she goes through it all the time, as do I. We all do. Bullying never stops. There's always going to be assholes out there who have something to say on social media. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's always someone who has something to say. But when I heard her story, oh, I was so pissed. I was enraged. I realized that's a trigger for me. If someone is fucking with my friends, I'm like, there will be blood. I want to come after them. I'm so protective of the people in my pod. And so their hurt is my hurt. And I want to defend them and make them feel better. And so we were talking about that. Lexi brought up a shitty comment that she received on one of her pictures, which could have been a little race related. Hopefully not. She's our biracial mixed race queen. I would hope in 2023, she's not receiving ignorant, racially biased messages and comments on Instagram, but unfortunately, it still does happen. And so we do talk about that. And of course, we talk about our mental health. Lexi gives her score as well. And her and I have bonded over the most random shit that's so specific. (laughs) That's a bit odd, (laughs) but I kept it in the podcast because I was curious if you would know any of the shows that we're referencing in this podcast because we watched them back in the day when I was like 12 or 13 years old. And they definitely weren't healthy for young kids to watch, but we went there. We're talking about HBO After Dark. Shows like Real Sex, The Bunny Ranch. Remember those shows? (laughs) If you had a healthy childhood and you weren't polluting your mind with that poison, (laughs) you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Or maybe you watched it as an adult, but I was watching that during my fundamental years when my brain was still jello sneaking up in the middle of the night to turn that TV on and watch some real sex. I also wanted to talk to Lexi about unpopular opinions. Oh, the unpopular opinions are such popular episodes here at the Low Life Podcast. I love doing them too. Controversial, but brave statements. Oh, we go there today. We're talking about weddings, receptions, unpopular opinions with destination weddings, child-free weddings. Oh, and I would love to get your opinions on all of these as well. Of course, we have to talk about the holidays. Christmas is coming up. We got Thanksgiving as well. How do you feel about Christmas decor? Lights? Also, unpopular opinions about Thanksgiving meals, what we're eating during the holidays. I didn't realize there's a whole community of people out there who don't like Christmas, (laughs) who don't really like the holidays in general. I was like, oh, I get people being depressed around the holidays because I get sad sometimes too, but not enjoying them at all. Wow. But a lot of people might share that opinion. And so we're going there today. This is an episode that is filled with laughs. We're having a good time. And most importantly, we are living our truth. That's how we do it here at the Low Life Podcast. We serve it straight up, no chaser, nothing but honesty and the truth here for my kings and queens. I'm so happy you're here for this episode. You are in for a treat, a little pre-holiday treat. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's very special episode of Unpopular Opinions with Lexi Petway. Hit it.
Lexi, welcome back to the Low Life Podcast. It's so good to have you here, Queen. Thanks for having me. Always. This is going to be a safe space for you. You can come back anytime you want. After I had you on for the Barbie episode, people were like, we really like her. And then the second time you came on, we're talking about fucking Aladdin and Jafar. They're like, we want more. Bring her back. (gasps) Bring that queen back. This might be where they're like, never again. Please. Has to politely remove her from the show. Now, I want to have you on because it's really interesting. You started off your life as a prostitute. And when you are, (laughs) when you're working the streets at that young age, (laughs) giving BJs to pay rent, gummies, giving gummies. No, um, (laughs) I'm just hurting for ratings. I'm like, let's have a prostitution story. That would be great. Live on the street. Yes, live on the street. You and I bonded over that though. Uh, I was trying to think of what the show was. John's, something in John's. Hookers and John's? Maybe. Something in- HBO. HBO After Dark. It was filled with shit I should not have been watching. We should not have been seeing that as kids. Because no. we were we were children. I think I was 12 years old watching a hooker give a, with no teeth, giving a gummy. <laughs> There literally was a lady that she would take her teeth out. She would ask her Johns if they wanted her to take her teeth out or keep them in. They always wanted them out for the BJ. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like 12 or 13 years old watching this with my foot roll up. (laughs) (laughs) Studying. Studying. Learning from the master. That's right. I also watched the Bunny Ranch. Love it. Hated it. I loved it. It was so gross. There was that one chick. I mean, God bless her. Like she was the one she's been with like 10,000 men or something. Very proudly. She Ooh. said that. She, her name was like Captain Cox or whatever. Like self-proclaimed master of cock. <laughs> and so she went on. But I remember it was weird because there'd be like a father and son. And the father would bring his son in to get laid with him. Like, that was a very common situation at the Bunny Ranch. And they'd line the girls up in Nevada. This is a real thing that still exists. Yeah, I think so. Because prostitution is legal in Nevada. Lamar Odom, that's where he OD'd. No, at yes. the Bunny Ranch? At the Bunny Ranch. Oof, dark place. What a place. Yeah. And so prostitution's completely legal. And so they line the girls up. The guys come in. We should go. Um, and podcast. I, actually, I'd be down for that. <laughs> I would actually love that. What a crazy line of work to get into, but I have respect for it. I don't think that prostitution should be illegal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said it, I was like, wait, hold on. (laughs) Unpopular opinion. (laughs) Prostitution should be legal. I don't think it should be. If you want to sell your body, do you, baby. Who cares? Also, the Bunny Ranch, they have a great business plan because the customers come to them. It's a wonderful business model. Do anything. Oh, yeah. They just have- Which is what I did all in my 20s. No, I was kidding. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have re- they're return customers. Yeah. And they're just making a life. I don't know how lucrative it can be, but I'd love to get someone from OnlyFans to come on the show Ooh. and see how much, like someone that's really killing it in the OnlyFans space, just to see like how much are they making? Like there's a lot of people that are gay for pay. Like those dudes that are sucking dick for the cameras, but they're not actually gay and they have a wife and children. I don't believe that they're just gay for pay. I think that they're genuinely bi-curious, but it's just more, I guess, socially for them in their brain to say, more acceptable to say, oh, I'm just gay for pay. But I'm like, if you're taking Mm -hmm. a dick down, you're probably, I mean, you're probably enjoying it, I would think. It feels great to get dick down. 
in your butt? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Unpopular pop- opinion. Ugh. Unpopular opinion from someone who doesn't have a prostate in their asshole. <sighs> so that's where the prostate's at. If it's stimulated for any okay. guy, it's going to feel great. It's not an opinion piece. It's just biology. No, for me. Oh, for- oh got Love. it. Okay. Yeah, for a queen. <laughs> for yeah. me, I'm like, ooh. Fair enough. That, that's complete. I get that. But for a guy, if you're comfortable yeah. with it, you do the right breathing and you're preparing, enjoy. And it's not a gay thing. It's just a feel-good thing. If, yeah. it's a, if it's a penis, well, then sure, it could be classified as gay. But if it's your wife or girlfriend's finger, a tongue, a toy, again, not gay. It's just pleasure. That's Let's right. Let's take some of the stigma out of it. Yeah, Gosh, no kink getting, shaming. Yeah, it, and I don't even want to consider it a kink. No. I mean, for some, it would be considered that, but it's like if a man wants to enjoy his prostate being stimulated, I know plenty of heterosexual men who love it, gay men as yeah. well, just men in general. Yeah. Do you? It does feel great. You see fireworks. It's so crazy because I've never been able to come hands-free until I had my prostate stimulated and it was like the power of the Holy Spirit took over my body. <laughs> Have you ever passed out? What? <laughs> no. Is that a thing people can pass out from an orgasm? Like actually black out? I've never. I've seen stars. I've been like, whoa. There are uh, people that get headaches. Mm-mm. There's like a Thankfully, study at Indiana University where they're studying it. Oh. Women that orgasm and then they automatically have headaches afterwards. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. No, I see colors when I orgasm, which is a form of synesthesia. That's what I have. I've, told, I've talked to you about that, haven't I? Yes. Yeah. And so when people speak, I see certain colors. I thought it was a disability of some sort. <laughs> we're like, But then I, I talked to someone about it, my doctor, and uh, they're like, no, that's synesthesia. Some people have that. Or your nerve receptors for like sight and sound combine or something like that in the prefrontal cortex of your brain. And so then you end up just seeing colors when people speak and sounds appear in color to you. And when you orgasm, typically that could be in a color too. So, so is it the same color every time mm-hmm. or different depending on the person? Different depending on the person. Person. Yeah. But uh, the only colors I've experienced are bright, like lavender purple, and the whole room will turn red. And that's it. Yeah. Red, like demon room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, being I'm a little nervous. By the Blood. devil. <laughs> yeah. So red and like a purple lavender color, and that's it. Anyway, where are we going with this? I don't know. Let's talk about mental health. Okay. Let's start with mental health. Lexi, how are you? Here at The Low Life, we always want to check in with your mental health. How are you feeling? On a scale of one to 10, what's your mental health score this week? One, bottom of the barrel. And I'll rate mine too. And a 10 is euphoric bliss, feeling incredible. I don't think I've ever felt 10. In your life? In my life. Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't think so. (laughs) Well, where are you right now? Ooh, six. That's pretty good considering you were called a monkey this week. That's right. That's why I'm like, it could be a five. Oh. It'll be a six because I'm going on vacation. So I have something to look forward Lexi, to. Lexi, when you called me and you're like, <laughs> hey, someone on social media just called me. A f- why aren't you online today? Mm. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, you weren't online today. Taking a little social media because I was posting a lot about you. And you're like, yeah, someone had called me a monkey. And I just didn't. I was like, that's enough social media for me today. Oh, I had to log Calling out. Calling a biracial queen over <laughs> here. Your, your black ass. <laughs> Calling you a monkey? The Not internet. even a monkey because monkeys are cute. A gorilla. <laughs> they went Listen, right for the jugular. When I left that comment, I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, low. This is after hours <sighs> oh, talk. Yeah. Not 
social media con and comments. They left it on your picture. You posted a really cute Halloween picture. Yeah. And you were dressed. What was your costume again? Um, Price is Right did a show with wrestling. And Love. so like everyone's doing the same pose. There's only so many poses you can do. As and a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Like and, an 80s wrestler, like the movie yes, Glow. Yes. Yes. Love it. And someone yeah. commented on your picture and said, hey, gorilla. <laughs> So rude, racist ass. No, it was, I couldn't tell if you were a gorilla or something. I can't remember. I tried not to look at it. I just was like, all right, I saw it and then quickly logged out. Enough for today. Yeah, but it will affect you. And it has affected me too when you get negative comments like that. Yeah, because I think I wasn't expecting it. It like sideswiped me. Like Innocent Halloween posts. It was going to be like, oh, fun. Not someone coming I for you. I hope that they didn't realize what they said. I hope so. They didn't realize what they said. In that context of like, maybe they didn't put it together. Oh, like, like calling a woman of color a gorilla would be offensive? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go there. Yeah. I'm going to go there Give instead the of- the doubt. Yes. Instead of being Calling like, any woman, oh. anything like that. But specifically, a minority, a woman of color. How dare you? It's highly offensive. The worst thing I've gotten on my pictures is like, well, they'll throw some fag bombs my way. I'm like, damn, oof, oof hard F. Okay, so what do you do? Do you delete the comment or do you let it stay on there? I usually delete it because I don't even want it on the page. I'm like, that's toxic. It doesn't affect me as negatively as people might think it would. Yeah. I've been called that a lot of times. People weaponize my sexuality against me. I look at it like a really cheap way to throw a dig at someone. And it's it's so surface level for me. It is hate speech, but it doesn't affect me like it would other people. Um, and I've been comfortable in my own skin for a long time. So I'm just like, okay, got anything else? It doesn't. Yeah. But I don't want other people to see that. And so I'll delete it for the most part. Yeah, that's like most people just go right for the like sexual jab. The easy. It's so easy. Yeah. I'm like, hit me Low where hanging it hurts. fruit. Yeah. yeah. Really go in. And like, <laughs> I want to ask you so bad, what would that be? <laughs> Like for me, okay, I'm trying to think like what would like really hurt? I don't know. Cause I, as someone who's hypercritical of themselves and has been their own worst enemy at times, the negative self-talk is real. I've been working on it. You and I both have 90 day low life reset challenge. Yeah. We're working on not being hard on ourselves, but you and I have had this in-depth conversation about it. It's really hard to get under my skin as someone who's been bullied all of their youth. I experienced a lot of bullying. I heard a lot of shit said to me, you get a tough skin and I don't yeah. recommend the hard knock life for people to learn lessons. But for me, uh, it just made me a bit tougher. So it's hard to break through and really cut me where it hurts. If someone came for my family, someone I love, a friend, they were attacking a friend, like yeah. I get worked up. Like When you told me that, couldn't sleep. I was like very upset. Oh. I was so upset. It didn't upset me. It's not the first mm. time I've been called a monkey, gorilla, whatever, <laughs> and it won't be the last. So, like, the uh, internet is it's a, dark a place. wild place. Cesspool at times. It could be a cesspool. And so I think for someone to really hurt me, yeah, come for someone I love or my family, or I think if they attacked my craft, like if it was someone attacking my podcast or, well, I have had people criticize me. I don't mind criticism. I, I don't know. I don't know what would really just cut me down. Mine is fam not even like comments about my family, but if they talk crap to my family. That's why I don't ever tag my family in any of my I'm posts same way. or loved ones. Protect. I'm like, I don't want, I mean, they're a part of my life. But they're not a part of the social media part. Yeah, they're not, they didn't ask 
to be where I'm at. So like they shouldn't get the backlash of whatever I do. I agree. I'm the same. Well, the queen, my mom has been on the podcast a million times. I call her the queen. That's been her nickname for years, but she didn't ask to be put in any sort of limelight at all. And so she's just, and she's very protective and private and super shy. And so her putting herself out there on a podcast, it's an act of God to get her on, (laughs) you know, it's like takes everything to get her on the show. And so I rather not per her request, use her name or anything like that. She's like, no, I don't want that. Like, I just, just make it about your podcast. I'll be there if you need me, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But yeah, I guess if people came from my family, oh, I had someone like tag me and say that you remind me so much of this person, like another influencer. <laughs> Lexi. They some- say that is the fastest way to piss someone off is be like, ooh, you look like so-and-so, but it's someone ugly. It is my biggest pet peeve. It is m- probably number, it's top three pet peeves for me. Oh, you look like so-and-so. Yeah. I don't want to look like anyone. Who did they say me. you look like? Oh, Lexi. <laughs> oh, I've gotten some trolls. They say, you look like this person. They show me a picture of fucking Shrek. And you know what sucks is if someone says, oh, you look like so-and-so, they say that and they don't mean it in a bad way. Yeah. They actually, like, it could be a family member, a cousin or someone, a friend of theirs. And they're not saying it to like throw shade at you, but then you see the person. And so you're stuck in a rock and a hard place situation because you can't say- You look like my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And then you see the mom, you're like, ooh, yikes. (laughs) Well, because it's just not you. You know what I mean? Like it could be the most beautiful person in the world, but it's like, I don't want to be compared. No. Even if it's someone that's like super hot. I've gotten like Harry Connick Jr. I don't even know if that's hot. I've gotten him. (laughs) Yeah. After a few drinks. Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten Ricky Martin before, which we love Ricky. Super hot. I don't see it though. I don't see it either. I think it's just because I'm Hispanic and I have olive skin. like low. Thank you. And you look like Lexi. Thank you. With the splash. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, you do get you Zoe Saldana. The, you go you down do, the list. You do look this, like Zoe this, Saldana, this, this. though. You get that a lot. You're a doppelganger for sure. I'm a chameleon. That is kind of crazy. As a model, that's a gift that you could chameleonize yourself to look like whoever you want. If you're darker skinned, you look super ethnic. You could look Puerto Rican. You could look yeah. Japanese. When you have light skin, I thought you were Korean. Oh, okay. Because you have almond eyes. And so, and then you could change up your hair. You really yeah. could look, it's transformational. I've it's gotten amazing. into fights with people. Oh. Like, <laughs> I know my dad. I know where I came from. Oh yeah, because your dad is white. Yes. I'm like German? the 1% of biracial kids. Like my mom's black, my dad's white. So I Got think it. that is what... I don't know. It might mess some people up. Sure. Well, because you mostly hear for biracial kids that the father is black. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was uncommon. Maybe not so much anymore. But, but growing day, up, it like was. it was unheard of for the most part. Oh, that's so interesting. Hair thinning impacts a lot of us. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. I've been recommending it to my friends and family. I take it. My mama, the queen takes it. Queen, you love it. Oh, yeah. I recommend it to my hairstylist. I recommend my sister-in-law and even my niece. We range in age from like 22 to 67. They're loving it. Yeah, they are. It's a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, I love it. 
It's amazing. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I'm going to rate my mental health this week on a scale of 1 to 10 right now in this very moment. I'm going to rate it, honestly, a solid 7.5. Okay, Which is pretty good. And you've been with me this whole week and last week, too. Licking my wounds, <laughs> Lexi. Oh, the other the other day I was having like a tough day. I was going through it, and I called you and I was like, "Hey, like, what are you up to?" I like, looked at those text messages today. You're like, "Um, are is it okay if I come by? Are you doing anything?" I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> Why was that weird? Just the way that I said it. Yes, I know. Yeah. Well, because it was out of the blue. Because I already planned on seeing you that weekend. Because we usually pre-plan the visits. Yes, which I do love a pre-planned. I love- Schedule it out. Yeah, I just want to know like fresh laundry, if I need a vacuum. For you at this point, I don't care if it's unexpected. I really don't give a shit. We're past the comfort. I've never cleaned so hard in my life and so fast. Because you knew I I was coming over? My heart rate was pumping. I had towel on the hair. I was looking like a slob kebab (laughs) on the couch with rosé, sparkling rosé. I was slobbing it out. Oh, because you wanted to make it clean for me. Yes. I wouldn't have cared, but I get it's it's not even a for me thing. It's a for you thing, right? Because you know, like I genuinely, I would probably just help you clean. Like, let's take care of this together. Not this kind of clean. It was a mess. Oh. Jacob left and I was like, <laughs> party. So I ended up coming over and you just were there for me licking my wounds as I was just going through it. I was going through it with a friend and really struggling and sad. And I was crying over it because it just has taken a lot out of me. It's like a sort of like a friendship breakup, if you will. Yeah. And it's just been taking a toll on me the last couple of weeks and it came You're to a head. Crier. <laughs> what? <laughs> a beautiful crier. You have the soap opera cry. You did the. <laughs> it was what so beautiful. What are you talking about? The... <sighs> oh, it was beautiful. I wasn't trying. I I guess there are some ugly criers out there. Yeah. No, you were. <sighs> I loved it. You. I've seen you cry too, bitch. And I'm you like are... Kim Kardashian. No. Mm-mm. You got that spotlight right on you. The tear perfectly rolling down the cheek. Your pink puckered lips ready to go. Oh, that's what I want to ask the listeners. Okay. I'm so curious. So Lexi has this rare genetic disease. <laughs> I think it is. I don't know what the hell it's is going on. It's not a disease. It's just Her lips. lip color. Her lip color is always a natural color of peach. That's just her normal lip color. And then if she gets stressed or- No, if I'm dehydrated, if I've been licking my lips a lot, they turn red. But like a beautiful, like it looks like she has a full lip stain on. (laughs) When I see you in the morning, no makeup at all. And she has like this pinky peach 
it's like very pretty. So I've asked him like, what color is that? And you're like, it's just my lips. Natural. Yeah. And then you had like spicy food and they turned this bright reddish color. Purple. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no they, it's a really pretty natural color. I've worked with hundreds, thousands of women at this point, models, actresses, people in the industry. And I know what the actual color of most people's lips are. It's not that. <laughs> it's mm. not that vibe. And so I'm just curious, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, I don't, I don't know. know if you're listening to this and your lips are a different color. Has they, anyone ever commented on oh, your you lip have color? A, a peachy lip stain and you're like, no, that's my natural color or super pink lips, like bright. I still want to know what could cause that. Like I want a doctor to comment. Yeah. Like, Is that some sort of an iron deficiency or something? Okay. I don't know. But it looks great. And so I'm not going to knock it because it's beautiful. It's not, I'm not saying it as an insult. I'm saying it like, wow, it's really cool. That but you, your lips are pink. Mm, yeah, but I have chapstick on right now, a lightly tinted chappy. My lips are probably, a, they're pink, but they're not that pink like yours. Okay. Do your lips match your nipples? Yeah. Oh, mine don't. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I thought that's- Well, yeah, that'd be I weird if you had the, peach nipples. But I thought that was the rule. <laughs> oh, is like it? Like to- to find a good lip liner, you're supposed to match your lips to your nipple. I don't know. Oh. Maybe I got that wrong. Oh, I probably I didn't even know did that was get a that thing. wrong. Interesting. So yeah, I'm curious if you have different colored lip out there. If you look like Snow White, <laughs> crimson lips, <laughs> let us know. No, I'm feeling really good now in this moment with you. So average of everything from the lows of earlier this week to the highs of this moment with you right now, that's why it's a 7.5. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm feeling so much better one day at a time. That's the thing. I think my eye is twitching from the stress. Oh, of your stress <laughs> you're going through right now, preparing for this trip. I hear your 7.5 and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so on this podcast, there is a specific type of episode that people love. It's a topic we've dived into before, but I've never dived into it with you. It's unpopular opinions. And I have to say, Lexi, in knowing you all these years, Everything that you say is an unpopular opinion. You are <laughs> one I am a giant rebel. unpopular opinion. Well, you're that person that if everyone loves something, you're not going to love it. Yeah. You know, like if everyone's obsessed with whatever song or whatever, you're like, that's not my favorite. I'm good. Hard pass. If it takes a lot for me to be influenced. Yes. And I almost think when people are trying to influence you the most, that's when you give pushback. Yeah like a natural born rebel. You just want to go against the grain for everything. <laughs> and so I love that personality trait in you because sometimes I think you double down on it, even though <laughs> like, I know you're secretly a Swifty. I know you are, but you're like, no, I'm no, good. No, I'm not. I'm you not. love her. You have her hoodie. You've been in her music okay, video. Her You've hoodie. met her. Yes, I, I have her hoodie because I worked for her, not because I like bought it at Hot you? Topic love her music. I know in the darkness of the night, the deep darkness, I know you're playing some Taylor Swift bangers and you don't want anyone to know. The last thing you'd want is for me to find out that you're blasting on, but <laughs> but but Taylor Swift told me now. Jacob told me. He's like, he's she a liar. She's he's like, a liar. she loves Taylor Swift. So you do have unpopular opinions. I have some too. The listeners have plenty of them. This is a safe space. No one's going to judge you for your unpopular opinions. I look at it like some of these unpopular opinions, they could be mainstream. Maybe a lot of people are feeling this way and we're just the brave enough ones to say it. Controversial <laughs> but brave statements. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? An unpopular opinion that you'd recently just told me about. I feel like it's a very unpopular opinion. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll sound off in the... 
review section if you agree. Or- <gasps> I'm nervous about saying it because I feel like I'm... <laughs> going to have a target on your back. Yeah. Now, the low lifers won't come for you in that way. I mean, because I've said some crazy shit on here and I still have love <laughs> from people. Unpopular opinion from Lexi is weddings are the actual worst. The worst. And you're all from all sides. All sides. Okay. Whether you're a guest, whether you're the bride, the groom, you're in it, you're attending. All sides. And why do you say that? Money is a large part of it. You're holding a party to appease other people. Like, I think we've gotten so far away from weddings being a combination of love and bringing your family together. Now it's just like a show for pictures and... Yeah, but don't you look at it like it's a moment to give your friends and family just in case they won't be here? It brings the worst out of people. Well, The worst. I won't generalize, but there's so many stories out there of like just parents, friends, part of the bridal party or whatever. They're showing their ass. Just they're demanding. They're not willing to compromise. When you say they're showing their ass, I'm like meaning their true colors or literal yes, ass. Yes. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's one of my Lexiism. <laughs> <laughs> they're showing their fucking ass cheeks. I'm yeah, like no, at the reception. No, they're not mooning everyone. Oh, you're okay. They're showing they're, their true colors. Yes. The worst of them. It brings out the worst side of people because they're stressed out. Stressed out. They're demanding. It's just not great. And then you add on top of that, they're so expensive. Like people are going into debt to hold a party. Yeah. There's people spending a lot. Okay. I get that. A party that the only part that matters is the reception. Wait, the ceremony matters because you're getting married. Does it? Well, it matters to the couple. That's it. Uh, Let's be, let's be for real. Would you rather go to the ceremony or the reception? Oh, I think hands down anyone would say the reception. And if you could but go to the reception without going to the wedding, would you? Depends on who it is. If it's someone like if you were getting married, I'd really want to see you get married. Like I'd want to be at the ceremony. If it was an hour? Yeah. Most of them are. What? Yeah. Ew. Most of them are. I don't know. Like for people that I'm really close to and I love, like I'd yeah. want to see that. Or if it's like, uh, let's say you have a daughter or a son, like you're a parent and you're going to see your son or daughter get okay, married that, for the first that's time. That's so different. Like that's than so special. Like, Family being there to okay, see it. What the but f- that is so different than like, you can't go to the, re- your distant relative can't go to the reception if they don't go to the wedding. Like forcing people to do that. Me personally, when- I didn't have my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it got canceled because of the pandemic. Cause of, yeah, because of COVID. I only wanted the people that really mattered sure. at my actual wedding. And then- Like core cool. family and friends. Yes. Okay. Like people that wanted to see it, uh-huh. that I felt like was a circle of love. And then everybody else can go to the reception. I completely get that and agree. I'd want that too. But I'd still think that ceremonies matter. I do because I just know like for some people, it's really special. It's also like if a couple has been through a lot. such a Grinch. You're a Grinch. You are. (laughs) You Grinch. I don't know. I, I, I think that weddings are beautiful and I just officiated one and it was really special and I loved it. And I was like, and all these people flew in for it. And the ceremony was, it was stunning. Like it was a real, minus all the flies buzzing in my face. Oh gosh. You know, all these fruit flies and shit. You know, I didn't anticipate that <laughs> happening, but officiating it was not easy, but I got to see all these people, friends from all over flying in. 
And it was really sweet. I don't know. I loved it. The reception was cool too. Is it worth the money? No. No. But the but the memory that you get, you're giving these are core memories. And for some people, this is like the end all be all. Like this is that one chance they're gonna get to unite their families. This is the one opportunity that they're gonna get to yeah, introduce then don't their families. Act like a demon. Well, I mean, that's a most There is a whole show series based on Bride Zillas. Sure. Did I tell you that I was asked to be on that show? Bride Zillas? Yes. Oh no. And I was like, mm, not a good move. <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, because you're not a bridezilla. No. Everything for my wedding had to be planned by my mother-in-law and Jacob. Yeah. You didn't want any part in it. No, I didn't. I see it as a party. The only thing that matters, well, only things that matters are food, music, and liquor. Yeah. Food, After music, that, liquor. I was like, we could eat on paper plates. I don't care. I as mean, long as I'm with the people that I love, that's like, a let's have a good time. chill bride. I know many brides that don't have that philosophy when it comes to their wedding. <laughs> and so to each your own. But I, I do think I get that weddings, your opinion was that weddings are pointless, basically, or a waste Not of money. pointless. I just think there's so much- Heaviness, uh, importance, yes. money, time, effort, energy yes. that goes into this one moment in your life. And it's gone in a blink of an eye. <sighs> yeah. And most of the time people are like, I don't even remember it. I was so busy doing things for everyone else when it should have been about the couple. Weddings aren't about love anymore. I'll say that. That's my unpopular opinion. Okay. Bring back love. My opinion on that is I think weddings are still about love. I don't think they're about the couple though. I think yeah. that weddings okay. are for the family and friends, kind of like a funeral. It's not for the person who died. What are we talking about here? A funeral yes. is for the living. It's for people to grieve and unite together and miss someone that's no longer on this planet. And a wedding is the same in the sense of you got a couple here, the couple is doing their own thing. They've probably been living together. They've been fucking, they've been doing their yes. thing. The love is there, but they're doing this to unite their friends, family, and bring everybody together. So it's it should be about the couple. I don't think it is, but I do think it is still about love. It's just different because it's love for the family and friends because it's the ultimate sense of generosity or for whoever's paying, whoever's footing the bill. You're literally paying for everybody to have a good time. Haley paid how, my girlfriend that just got married, however many hundreds of dollars per seat to have everybody enjoy themselves. I'm like, geez, that's so generous. It's crazy to me. That is generous. I don't have that kind of generosity. See, see, when it, because even I when we were planning my I, wedding, yeah. there was people that I didn't want to be there because I knew they wouldn't be good to me or the people that I invited to be there. So it's like, I'm paying for you for what? So why would you invite them in the first place? Out of obligation? Because they're my family. Oh. <laughs> family members. Yeah. That are getting like the- You have to <sighs> because, not yeah. because like the you want to. The ob obligatory. That's sort of the obligatory invite. Yeah. Yeah. Inviting out of obligation. Yeah. No. If I got married, I wouldn't want to do a big old wedding. I just mm -hmm. want to keep it low key and have a good time with friends and family, but keep it pretty small. Or do a destination wedding, mm. which I like a destination wedding because it's easy for people to not have to be part of it. That gives people an easy out. It weans out. But weans is out a it, lot of the people who shouldn't be there. But is it an easy out? Because I feel like yeah. it's always a lot of money and you feel bad saying no. Or maybe it's just me. I don't feel, well- I, I feel bad saying no. I never feel good saying no, but I definitely think that if I'm saying no and it's a destination wedding- People know when they have a destination wedding, it's it's going to cost a bit. It's a 
inconvenience. It's taking time out of your day to travel. If you have to find childcare, pet sitters, like there's so many movies taking time off of work. Like, especially if it's out of the country, it's a big ask. If it's domestic flight, you could probably suck it up and make the flight happen. Yeah. But if you're flying overseas anywhere, even Mexico. Passport. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts going through customs and shit. And so I look at it like they are probably way more understanding than you'd even think they are when it comes to saying no. And I think part of the reason why they did Destination is because they're going to weed out a lot of people who probably wouldn't be able to make it in the first place. Okay. What do you think about child-free weddings? Love. I mean, to each their own, but I'm, I look at it like whatever the couple wants. Child-free, they want to have a good time. If there's drinking, they're going to be partying, whatever. It could change the vibe if you have kids there. So I get it. There are some people that are like very no kids. And there's oh, a no lot of kids people- at all at the wedding. Yes. And a lot of people that are offended. I'm, that's one thing I'm torn on. Ah. The child-free wedding. Like I wouldn't want to do a child-free wedding because I'd want- everybody to be able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I feel like it excludes a lot of people. Yeah. And typically if you do have kids and you're going to go to a wedding, even if it, it is child-free or not, you're going to probably want to try and find a sitter anyway. Yes. And so, yeah. and maybe- But you still have the option of bringing them if you can't. Yeah. So I guess it's whatever the couple wants. I would want kids involved if, if you have kids. Because I'm thinking of like friends I have that I know have children and it might be really difficult for them to make my wedding if... I could see you puking on a kid, though. Puking on a kid? Because <laughs> <laughs> I always throw up when I get nervous. Yes. Uh, okay, I like that unpopular opinion. Way to start it off, Lexi. Oh, Strong gosh. with weddings are the worst. Next unpopular opinion. This is actually coming from a listener. They're saying that Christmas lights are tacky. Unpopular Ooh. opinion. Christmas lights are super tacky. I have some right now. Christmas on. lights? Yeah. That's wow. how I decorate my staircase. We're already, I mean, lights. we're only November no, 1st. No, well, not Christmas lights, just string lights. Oh, Does okay. that count? Yeah, that counts. Well, okay, you'll well. keep them up for Christmas, I'm sure. No, they're different colors. But you love So I had Halloween lights. ones. I love a light. I do too. I don't find them tacky. I mean, they could look a bit shitty. Christmas lights could look shitty. Just depends on the type and how you're stringing them. But who cares? I love lights. I, love I like a being a quarter festive. house of Christmas decorations. It like Christmas just exploded over yes. the house. Yeah. To each their own. You and know I what? don't even really like Christmas. Lexi, you're going to hit us with a very strong unpopular opinion. Go ahead. I feel like I'm just gut punching everything Jesus. that brings everyone. Unpopular opinion. I worked in retail you don't like way Christmas. too long. That's why. Yeah. So your unpopular opinion is that you don't like Christmas? No. Oh. You knew, you knew that. I didn't know the extent of your dislike. I thought you didn't like parts of Christmas, not the whole season altogether. Well. Like you didn't get excited for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? No. Really? Because I worked retail for seven years and I'm still all about it. I spent too many holidays without my family. And now I'm like, ah. Oh, it, it made I you a grew Grinch. up with Black Friday where people were getting trampled. Oh, yeah. For a TV. Yep. I was just like, ooh. I don't like anything that brings out the worst in people. I'm like very I, anti that. Okay. Okay. I That makes sense. But the season of Christmas, like, do you not like Christmas movies? Christmas no. music? You don't like holiday no. jingles? Oh my God. <laughs> what? 
You don't like a freaking Christmas jingle? No. I love holiday music. I f- with some holiday music. Mariah Carey album, get out of here. You don't love that? No, I heard it every year for years working retail. And it's like the same five songs over and over again. Yeah. In sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, that doesn't do it for you. Mm -mm. I'm hard just thinking of that song. Okay. That's a very unpopular opinion, but I get where it comes from. I'm going to go hide in a hole now. (laughs) Hey, it's a safe space, baby. You don't like Christmas music. I feel like I should just put some horns on. My little demon horns. I love holiday anything. I I do. And I worked retail just like you did. And I saw it bring out some ugly in people. And I've had people mm. die around the holidays too. So it's super depressing. Aww. But I still love it. I don't know. I just love decorating and the tradition. I like the smells of Christmas. I do like that. The decorating I like part. decorating. Okay. I like the smells. I like doing all the activities. I, maybe I just don't like the day. What about Thanksgiving? You down for a Thanksgiving feast? Yuck. Who <laughs> wants that dry stuffing, that turkey leg? What? Gross. Are you saying you don't like any Thanksgiving? Do you know what I had for any Thanksgiving? Any Thanksgiving food at all? Macaroni and cheese. Okay, there's one dish that you f*** with? Yeah. Wow. What happened and to like, you? <laughs> oh, What's oh happening, Lexi? You don't like turkey, stuffing, beans, greens. Potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. No, I don't. (laughs) I know. Oh, I live for a Thanksgiving meal. I love all the food. What did you have last year for Thanksgiving? A steak. Oh, okay. So you went more. I went the other direction. A steak, macaroni and cheese, greens. Some people do that. It doesn't have to be turkey. Not everyone's down for poultry. Yeah, I'll say I'm an untraditional Thanksgiving lady. And untraditional Christmas lady. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I do hang out with the fam. I do love that. I just think I don't, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. For the holidays. Well, I, the seasonal depression is real. It kicks in. People get super sad around the holidays, especially if you have a family that could be a little toxic at times or it's divided or your parents just got split up or, you know, like there's a lot of moving factors that could like bring out a sadness within the holidays. Look low. I come from a broken home. <laughs> Sorry that you have both parents and your family together. You hate the holidays because you're from a broken home. <laughs> It happens. I get it, babe. No, but for real, that probably is part of it. Sure. I had to travel a lot just to like hit every, which (sighs) I hope that some people can relate to. I think some people can relate to. I know you can't be the only Buddha listening to this right now who's like, I'm not really a fan of Christmas. There's plenty of people, I'm sure. My favorite movie for Christmases. Oh, I've never seen it. Love, favorite. With uh, Reese Witherspoon? Vince Vaughn, Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I watched the trailer. It never uh, saw the actual movie. You have to watch it. My favorite Christmas movie, hands down, Family Stone. Love. I still haven't watched it. We need to do a trade-off. Oh, I love that movie. I wanted to find like a deaf man <laughs> because the son is deaf. And I was like, he is so cute. Or his chocolate husband. I was like, he's perfect. Like, they're the cutest <laughs> couple. I want that life. And Diane Keaton. Oh, you and I are serving up Diane Keaton looks today. Diane Keaton energy with their little turtlenecks. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love that we're coordinating our looks now. Yeah. This is fun. Leopard moment. Twinsy. It's a twinsy. I love it. Wow. Oh my God, Lexi. I don't want to stop talking to you. Can't get enough of your ass. 
But we got to just take a beat. We have to continue the conversation next week. So we will be back next week for part two. Will you join me next week? We can keep it going. Yes, of course. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Come back. Come back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're out. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I love doing this podcast. I'm having the best time with it. And I appreciate the feedback that you give on the show. Truly, it really impacts the show. I come up with ideas for what I want to do and guests that I want to interview and topics that I want to discuss. But I rely so heavily on you, my listeners, my kings and queens. You are my North Star, my guiding light, my direction for where this show is going to go because I want to make it the best show for you to enjoy it. I always want to keep it fresh, interesting, explore all the topics that you might be interested in. There is no topic that is off limits, and I really love hearing from you. I appreciate every message, the constructive criticism, the feedback on shows, what you liked about the show, what you might not like about the show. Oh, takeaways from guests, things that you enjoyed about the guests. Oh, I love hearing that as well because, again, it just gives me more information so that I could really make this show special for you. We put so much love, time, energy, and effort into every single episode. And so I want to continue to do that, but I appreciate you giving me feedback, what you enjoyed about the show, what you learned, or a great takeaway, or something that made you laugh. Or you could answer this week's burn-in question for the lowlifers. I'm very curious to know, right now, are you down to put up your Christmas deco? If you do celebrate Christmas or any of the holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, are you decorating early? starting off first couple weeks of November? Or is that a little too ambitious, a little too aggressive for you and you rather wait until after Thanksgiving? I feel like there are a lot of people who are down to decorate now, early on, because the season goes by so fast, but I could be wrong in that. I don't know. I know where I'm at right now. I want to start decorating yesterday. I'm ready for Christmas. Let me know your thoughts on unpopular opinions and if you are decorating early, skipping the holiday altogether, or you're down to wait until after Thanksgiving to put up some holiday magic and cheer up in your home. The feedback, the comments, the reviews, the ratings on this podcast are a game changer. They impact the show so much. It's everything for a show. When you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I talk about it on the show because it really does impact it. It's a small gesture that makes a big difference. It helps with the sponsorships. It keeps the show running. It helps with the algorithm. It helps with recommending the show to new listeners. And it just helps all around with the podcast. So thank you for taking the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It does not go unnoticed. I read each and every single review. My producer does as well. And we are showing our thanks, our gratitude, our appreciation for the low lifers. And so the holiday gifting suite here at the Low Life Podcast is open for business. Oh, we have some amazing gifts for the holidays. Hyaluronic serums, shit you didn't know you need from Amazon that I'm obsessed with. We also have gift cards, gifts from our sponsors. I have some really cute bags from the brand Rothy's that I'm obsessed with that are also in the gifting suite. I just added those in some of my favorite beauty products. So if you want a chance to win a little something, something for the holidays and who doesn't love free shit, all you got to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts, give some feedback, tell us something you loved about the show, give it five stars, show your appreciation and support the show. And we will be supporting you with amazing gifts. And so just put your Instagram handle somewhere in the review, or you can slide into my DMs with a screenshot of your review on the Low Life Podcast Instagram or my personal one, which is Style LVR. So I'll see you there and we'll be picking people to send holiday gifts to. I have putas who will leave multiple reviews. Every single week, they're dropping one. Thank you for doing that. Again, it does not go unnoticed. I freaking love you. You're the backbone of this podcast. I don't know what else I can do to show my gratitude. Besides the Low Life Gifting Suite, at this point, I'm like, I'm just so grateful and so thankful. What do I need to do? I'm going to start sucking dick. If you'd like me to suck your dick. (laughs) 
<laughs> or someone's dick for you. I'm happy to do that. Thank you for leaving a review. I'm here to suck dick for the holidays. <laughs> God, what a mess. Okay, let me shout out some listeners who took the time to leave a review. Here we go. First one up. This review was coming in hot from at Aaron Horman. Aaron underscore Horman writes, love five stars. Thank you, Lo, for always putting out incredible podcasts. It is so nice to learn about so many things in such a welcoming and comforting way. I've especially enjoyed listening to the skincare and dieting podcast recently. Nice to get some tips to help take extra care of myself after just having my first baby. Oh, so sweet. Thanks again for filling my brain with new knowledge and my heart with joy. Aaron Horman. Oh, you beautiful queen who just became a new mama. What an exciting new chapter to life. Motherhood. We do have some great parenting episodes on here. Oh, I want to do more parenting episodes. Jessie was great. Jessie J. Oh, she talked about motherhood, the good, the bad, the beautiful parts of it. And how her boobs also felt like rocks. My boobs feel like rocks, low. Oh, she also shared that her breast milk tasted like horchata. <laughs> I thought that was a really interesting thing. I was like, really? I never would have thought. That leche is very sweet. We have more parenting episodes coming in hot. I have to get my mama, the queen, to come back. For the holidays, we'll do some special episodes with her, like the tamale tradition. We'll talk about that. She's just so shy. She likes to keep to herself, so it takes a bit of convincing, but it's been far too long. I need to get her ass back on here because she is a beloved guest here. She's the most important guest I will ever have. She's the most important human in my life. I'm obsessed with the queen. Oh, she's such a beautiful soul. All right, next review is coming in hot from at Jenny Lee. Jenny Lee, I think she's Canadian because she has a little maple leaf and a crown in her name. Jenny Lee, Canadian maple delight, perhaps, writes, 5K run made better with this pod. Oh, damn. Five stars, Low. I ran my very first 5K today. <gasps> wow. Your angelic voice has been getting me through my practice jogs. And today, this episode powered me through my 5K. Week after week, your podcasts are comforting and relatable. I always leave with my knowledge bucket filled to the top. Going to drink my water now because I'm a thirsty puta after that race. I love you, Lo. She gave me a little whale emoji, threw a little dick and a spicy chile my way. Oh my God, Jenny Lee running a 5K race. That's something I can't do right now. Wow. I'm very impressed and I'm so honored to be in your ear holes as you're running that race, baby. It's also so important that you do get takeaways from the show for everybody. I don't want to waste your time here. I don't want this to be just a fluff piece. I want there to be something that you get from the show. I do my research. I'm trying to make sure there's something for you to take into your life. Dinner talk, a newfound perspective. I just don't want you to leave empty-handed because time is very valuable and I'm not about wasting anybody's time here. Jenny Lee, congrats to you, your 5K race. That's very inspiring, especially right now. We're on the 90-day low life reset challenge. Maybe I should add that to my list, running a 5K. You've inspired me. Keep us posted if you have any more races, any more runs coming up. Like, where are you running? Where is this jog happening? Is this in Canada? Are you freezing your ass off or is it somewhere a bit easier to run? I'm actually on my way to the cemetery after this to do a nice light jog. Not a full run or sprint. I like to jog it out and then walk too. But I'm going to do that, do some burpees, some lunges, some squats, visit Michael Jackson. Then I'll pop right on over to Betty Davis. She's my favorite grave to work out near um, because it's a beautiful scenic view of Los Angeles. And so that's where I'm going to be on this lovely afternoon in the rain. And that's the perfect place to leave this week's episode on. I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Have yourself a delicious spice cider, perhaps a little Hot chocolate, abuelita hot chocolate is delicious. Oh my God, Mexican hot cocoa. Whoo, hits different. It is so good. If you have not had it before, I'll be talking about it on the podcast. I'll share a recipe in the Low Life Facebook group. Oh, it's delicious. Maybe have yourself a glass of wine, apply your serums, put that retinol on, make sure you get some rest. 
But don't forget to drink your water, puta. We, we love, love you, you and we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>